On this episode of the Pats Podcast, Adam and I finally meet in person after three years. Stick around. Let's be better athletic trainers. Before we begin, I'd like to thank today's sponsor, UPMC Sports Medicine, for their continued support of Pats and athletic trainers in the state of Pennsylvania. For more information, Visit them at www.upmc.com. So we are the guests today, Adam. What do you we, think about that? Uh, it feels a little bit different being the, the guest, but I feel like we've done, we did one or two of these before, right? Where we just kind of chatted yep. and, and talked through some stuff. So yep. yeah, not the first one, but yeah. I, I can say you're taller in person than I imagined. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say you're taller in person. Um, no, yeah, you, you you probably match up. I think your technology is a little bit better on your end. So what you actually look like, I feel like came through pretty well. I'm always in the little cubby and you only see from like here up. I feel like I've seen your full body before. Okay, so. that's That's been the weirdest thing about coming uh, to convention this week is yeah. I've been for the last couple of years, we've been working with the EV and working with all the awesome people that put this together. I've never met them. I got here, I didn't recognize half of them. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm over here, I think, Adam, who's, who, who's that? Yo, that's Shelly. Like, oh, <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, coming coming to Pat's uh, convention, the symposium, um, it's a big deal. You know, you, you really get to, to network. You get to meet people. Um, you get to introduce yourself to the board, right? Some Hall of Famers yep. and really just get to... I mean, it's networking, but it's 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 more than that. It's it's about getting to know people and and knowing where your profession came from, yep. um, how we got to where we are, and then where we can go in the future, right? So I, I think coming to the symposium is a really big deal, and I, th- I think y'all should come if you, if you're not here this weekend. Hopefully next year you you take a look and and see some good programming and come in and, and have some CEUs from Pat's. It's an affordable option. Yeah. yeah, it's all about building the uh, the the relationships. Yeah, I think we had a couple people on earlier t- uh, yesterday talked about relationship building yeah so yeah you've had some good guests over the, yeah, the weekend we, right um, you guys are in treat for the next few months um we've got some big news but we uh recorded a bunch of shows uh this weekend to kind of fill out the time we are officially announcing adam and i are stepping down from hosting the podcast we're still going to be involved on the back end yeah but we are looking for a couple new hosts um our our hope is we find a couple people that are really excited about the passion and and really want to take this podcast to the next level yeah yeah no i couldn't agree more so i mean I, I, it was really fun and exciting for us to to kind of get the groundwork laid and and have all the behind the scenes things kind of worked out but i think we're both professionally pretty busy in yep. our in our lives uh, professionally and with family and everything else and it's just time for us to to step away from the the primary roles or the behind the the microphone role yep. i guess as as the hosts and um, we're looking for two or three or four. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, whoever's interested and uh, can put together a good reel for us to to kind of evaluate you. I think um, that's yep, what we're get looking a hold for. Of, uh, Pat's Technology Committee. Uh, yeah. So it's technologypat at gmail.com. I believe so. Yes. We should know that that's kind of our committee. Yeah. So I, that's a good thing. You know, that, that's kind of a good thing to to explain, right? So, so the Pat's podcast is part of the Pennsylvania Athletic Trainer Society, right? We got started um, through the technology committee, yep. right? Is that the technically yep. the name right now? So the technology committee, um, Jesse Townsend is our um, chair of the committee. Yep. Is Lindsay still co-chair or is it just? No, it's just Jesse just, just chair. Lindsay um, will we'll hop on a call from time to time as yeah. a liaison to uh, some other committees. Right. Yep. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, so we work under the technology committee and uh, yeah, they've given us the opportunity to make this podcast. And uh, like I said, we're, we're pretty proud of where it's gone. We're just too busy to continue it and we don't want it to go to the wayside, right? And we, we've also, I mean, the, the groundwork's been laid and um, I, I, like, like I said before, I'm really excited to see what uh, a younger athletic trainer um, w- would take this and run with it and make it the right. Are you calling me old? I'm, I'm calling myself old. Okay. You speak for yourself, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are. We're, we're, we're old and, and uh, well, not old, but we're, we, we are not as probably up to date on some of the newer technology that, that some of the younger folks are. Um, so yeah, I was excited. Definitely not my, and, my forte. and let's, let's be, be straight though, too. Like if there is somebody our age or older, that's interested in doing it, you're welcome to apply that. We're not pushing for, for somebody younger specifically. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah just, just want to clarify just that. Want somebody excited. That yeah. Wants to, to, to make this their own and help uh, push the profession forward. Um, a little bit more of a, like an invisible light kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about like some of the behind the scenes stuff? So how, how did we start this? Let's, yeah. let's kind of go, let's start okay. from the beginning. So it was 2019. Okay. Um, before the world completely changed. Was it, was it before COVID? Yeah, it was. It was. We, we, we got on the whole, the, the whole Zoom production yeah. before the Zoom production was a thing. Was like, yeah, yeah as like, like legit we, as it is now. Yeah. Yeah. Like with the, the, the uh, tools we had with Zoom are nothing what they were yeah. a year ago. Yeah. That's crazy to think. So it was before COVID. I honestly don't even remember. I just remember, I forget how I, I had so it a. Was, um, what was it? It was a um, initiative that the executive board pushed to the um, yeah. tech well, committee. So that happened because, so Nate Nestor was the parliamentarian who I share an office with. One time I off the cuff said, hey, it would be cool to have a Pats podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so a couple of weeks later. There was a push from the yep. board to have a past <laughs> podcast. I was now part of the tech committee. Um, and yeah, brought that brought that to the committee. And then you jumped yeah, on board I, right I, away. I, you I, were like, yep, let's do it. I've, I've been looking for years to try to figure out how to how to merge my passion in photography and um in athletic training. And when you brought up podcasts, I was just like, Yeah, why not? Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's, let's give it a go. Yep. Yep. And I and I'll say selfishly, like the reason that I wanted to get into it at the beginning was to well, want to learn how to podcast because I think it's cool. But also, you get to meet so many cool speakers and, and guests on the podcast. So, like, you literally get to interview anybody you want about any topic you want, yep. right? And there's no better way to learn about a new topic than, one, researching your, your presenter or your, your uh, guest, and then actually being able to have that conversation like you and I are having right yep. now, right? Like, it's, it's an in-depth, one-on-one conversation. You can take it anywhere you want. Um, and it just, you, you, you meet so many cool people and you learn so much good stuff. So I, mean, I think a, it's very valuable. Yeah. yeah. Learn, learned a ton of stuff. Um, was able to, you know, get people that I wanted to talk to, like what I, yeah. I wanted to learn about, you know, how they became an athletic trainer, what struggles they did, how to, how to make myself a better practitioner. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that was our, our season one. Season one was like an intro season. Yeah. We, we, just, we talked to, um, got the history where the profession started yeah and that was our goal right like because we were just trying to get our feet wet um have some guests that we knew would be bring some valuable information yep. um and that were highlights and yeah that were mm-hmm. that were highlighting pats right because that's it was it was the pats it is the pats podcast we wanted to obviously um you know honor the the, the organization and make sure everybody understands where we came from right mm-hmm. I think we did a pretty good job of that as we were getting our feet, feet wet with, with those types of guests. But then we 
we wanted to branch out yeah. after that, right? Like stayed, we stayed within the state. Yep. Um, found some. Oh, that's experts, right. Yeah, found yeah. Some experts yep. in the state on. That's uh, right. Season one was topics. all Pennsylvania athletic yep. trainers. That's right. And then season two was, I think, mainly Pennsylvania. It it was. I don't think so we, we had about, like, as management. yeah. We talked to uh, people at different levels. We of did. The That's right. That was one of our goals was to get somebody from each setting. Yeah. I don't know if we actually accomplished every setting, no, but we, we really we tried. Industrial. Yeah. I wasn't willing to talk about industrial <laughs> yeah. position. Yeah. So there are some settings out there that we missed, but I think we, we, we got a pretty eclectic group of athletic trainers to, I, to I kind of share their experience. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and give, and, and I think, you know, one of my goals with that was to give the young professional those to explain the experiences mm -hmm. right to kind of help guide them and, and see what they want to do with with what their you know with their degree so and then, and then this past season we did uh, uh some of the committees yes uh, some of the afternoon committees i mean one of my favorite episodes to do was the inclusion that um uh the inclusivity the diversity and inclusivity yep. yeah yeah that was um by far my favorite episode yeah i mean that was a it was a I deep time of the that, year yeah. or, um, in, in American history, right? Like yep. that was a, it was a, it was a dark time. Um, and I think, I think it was a good opportunity. Again, it was, it's almost selfish of us because we get that experience and yep. hopefully you all get to share in that experience. Right. And, and as we're going through it, you, you also get some, you know, positives from that. Um, but yeah, that was a great episode. Yep. Like, so it was, again, it was it's all just it selfish relevant. to me. Yeah. Um, I, I took, like the whole microaggression thing. I was yeah. like, oh, shoot, I do that yeah. way too much. Yep. And yep. just without knowing it. Well, and just being able to have those conversations with folks, um, you know, on both sides of the aisle. How, how to without, break yeah. with a, um, a non-traditional athlete that you're not sure. Yep. Um, yep. Just how to have those how conversations and, and to feel in a comfortable situation where even if you said something you probably didn't want to or, you know, maybe was something that could offend somebody, it was a safe space to do yeah. so. And we all collaborated and, and, you know, before the show, it was like, hey, like, this is a safe space. Like, if we say something, like, let's, we'll, we'll address it. We'll talk about it. And then we'll move on. And, and I thought that was a great episode. No, I, I like the format. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's a challenging topic for sure. Um, yeah. You know, especially for two white males, you know, yeah. like that, that's a very challenging topic for us. And um, I think it was very eye-opening and, and a great experience for both of us. So again, I hope, I hope you all enjoyed that as well. Yeah. Learned something from it. And then I've, I've been really enjoying the, um, the article reviews with the, yeah. uh, the authors. So yeah. That was, I think that's where we kind of went to then. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of, I think my goal originally was to get there. Yeah. Right. Like I think there was some work we needed to do at the yep. beginning. You, you got to lay a foundation. Yeah. You got you to gotta get the name out. You got to yep. um, establish. I mean, you just got to get comfortable in front of these mics. Right. Yep. You got to get comfortable. You and I had to get comfortable with each yep. other, our styles, you know, just getting to know, you know, when you were going to pause, like I kind of feel it out and you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we, we just, you get the better at reading each other. Pauses. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the kind of went back to the, we, we then transitioned to that more single topic, right? Yeah. We, we highlight, you know, like we, I think we did BFR we've done, uh, I'm trying to think what else I'm blanking right now, yeah, but there's, there's 28. Yeah, are they really yeah. nice good um, um but yeah no then we we just we kind of got a little bit more topic specific yeah. and i think that's where i'd like to see it go is is really continue with um you know some of the research articles um deep diving into the the, the latest and greatest um yeah. just you know evidence more of the cutting edge more yep. of the more of the research yeah. um that absolutely just changes the way we practice that you know you might not have seen that article or it might have been titled something that you're that you weren't really interested in but it really does affect Yep. the uh, care we can give our um, 
I'm, I'm a huge clinical guy, right? So like I've, that's all I've done in my career is, is work clinically. So I really enjoy those types of topics and deep diving into things that I can, you know, actually take away and use in my practice on Monday morning. Right. Yeah. Um, there's obviously the, the diversity, inclusivity, all that stuff was really important. Um, very that glad we did it. Affects how we, and how yeah, we yeah. interact with our patients. Absolutely. And, and that gets better difference. results. It can make the difference between an athlete buying into what we want to do at, and actually do the rehab, do the programs, yep. get better, and somebody that just shuts down because it's an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And they're there because they have to be, especially yeah. in my setting, right? Because I'm, I'm, I was, work, well, I was working, I'm no longer working in that setting, but, you know, I was working in a traditional college setting and like they don't have really options. They have to come to me. And I granted, yes, they can go to physical therapy, but, you know, this is the easy option. The coach, you know, basically tells them they have to yep. go see you. So, yeah, if you're not, if they're not comfortable with you and you're not treating them with respect, yeah, absolutely. You're not going to get the same results, right? Um, so yeah, that, that you're 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 exactly right. Um, that th those those topics were very important, and I think really helped all of us be better athletic trainers for absolutely. sure. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so no, yeah, I, I think that's line. yeah, it's a, it's a yeah, 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 exactly. Um, I was like, wait, I've heard that somewhere before, right? <laughs> <laughs> I might have said it once, yeah, or twice, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think, um, that's where I would like to see it go. And, and, and not that I care, like, I just wanted to, to be successful. Um, and like you said, I think we'll both still be here for support. You're still going to run a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. Yep. Still, I'll still produce it still, um, kind of help on the back end there. Yep. Um, I definitely want somebody to, to take over the social media part of it, getting the, uh, getting the post out and, you know, working with me to figure out the different clips. Like I, we, I, we've always wanted to break an episode down into different clips and release it on Facebook or release it on Instagram. And just that, that never happened. We never really got a flow for that. No, I know. Cause, and, and I do think we would get more viewership and more, just get the word out there. I, I think it would add more value to yeah. it. Because, um, not everyone can sit down and listen to a half an hour, 40 minute conversation, yeah. but you know, that was one, two minute, just quick clips. You know, we could spread that information so much more efficiently. Yep. I think to a broader audience. Yep. Cause there was so many good little one-liners like that yeah. throughout all of the episodes. Um, yeah. Even, even if we had time, we could go back through and, and pull those out from right. the old episodes. Yep. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, I guess what we're really trying to say is we need more people in the tech committee in general. Um, so if you're into social media, you're into technology, you're into websites and are an athletic trainer in the Pennsylvania athletic trainer society, we want you. We we need you. We we need your help. We need your support. Um, and and the more people we get like that, the better show we the can better, put on. Yeah, the better product better we can have. Better, yeah. The better outreach we have as um as a professional society. Yep. Um, and I mean, I'd love this. To, I would love this to go national. Yeah. Like, yeah, that would be cool. Our, be really our viewership cool. is mainly Pennsylvania. Yep. Uh, we have a couple yep. other states uh, yep. that have uh, at least logged on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I, and I would imagine as we get more guests from outside of the state mm -hmm. it'll it'll just off um organically get a little bit bigger but yeah no i definitely you know would like to because i do think it's, it's a good show and it has potential to be be really good if we can get the right people to come in and take over and we're still here to support and we have a bigger team rather than just the two of right. us right um yeah for sure so what's your new endeavor thanks for asking i appreciate that um yeah so i was a division three athletic trainer at dickinson college for 14 years so i went to lock haven university um, graduated from there, went to East Stroudsburg for grad school, and then immediately after that, went to, to, to Dickinson in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Um, so I've been a clinical uh, D3 athletic trainer for 14 years and decided to finally take the plunge and go out on my own. 
Um, so I'm going to be primarily running through Richmond Training Systems. So okay. um, that's my richmondtrainingsystems.com. That's my website. Um, <clears throat> richmondtrainingsystems.com. Richmondtrainingsystems.com. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, just just messing. But yeah, that is actually my website. But yeah, so I am going to be doing um, online fitness coaching and fitness and nutrition coaching. And then also doing athletic training on the side as well. So I will hopefully still see clients um, in person as an athletic trainer and uh, also do some per diem. But primarily my my uh, my job will be remote yeah, coaching. Online. Yeah. Online yep. Coaching. Yep. That's fun. Yep. I, uh, I absolutely support your endeavor. Thank you. I, I went off on my own a few years ago and it's been awesome. Um, I really, really do enjoy the, um, the headshots. Um, uh -huh. People behind a camera that really are not comfortable everybody everyone gets self-conscious when you have a camera in front of you the big lights and just being able to put them at ease yeah. and take somebody who is incredibly nervous incredibly self uh conscious and never has gotten a good headshot to be able to get them to relax and forget about all the all the um uh, just to forget about what's going on and then have them have that headshot that they that they love and they cherish and they they're proud to display it and i think yeah. that's i think that's part of it is, is just just to be proud of you know putting your face out there yeah so i i feel like we probably have talked about this but why don't you talk a little bit about your business tell us tell us i mean i so, know you do some athletic training so as well comes photography um yep. i um was it 2019 right before everything happened um i uh, i we decided to move on it was a little bit um definitely family issues i wanted to be uh wanted to spend time with my kids so same. We had a, I had an opportunity. Yeah, I had an opportunity to uh, take my side hustle uh, full time. Yep. And my wife and I, we we talked about it, and we said, "Well, this is this is the opportunity." So I gave myself six months. Um, if I could build my client base up to uh, something reasonable, I would give myself another six months. Yeah. Um. So, how many uh, months are we in now? Yeah, we're three years later. So nice. LC'd in fifteen or in seventeen. Congrats. And was this five years now? Yeah. So yeah, it's been it's it's been a trip. I do. Um, it started as originally just all business to business, so headshots, product shoots, uh, marketing videos, things like that. And then when the pandemic hit, um, most of that all went away because everybody was just so yeah, scared. Nobody wanted to be in person. Play. I'm like, I yeah, had six, I had six headshot sessions scheduled, and they called. I was like, hey, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna cancel. That's yeah, right. Yeah. And then I was fortunate. I had a couple um, very uh, determined realtors that I would do a couple of their houses. Um, and I know I got my part one of seven license to fly drones. Um, That's so cool. And it's so much fun. Uh, it's got to be totally geeking out. Oh, I bet. Um, and I ended up picking up like 40 realtors that year, got the company through the pandemic and now back to the headshots, which, you know, that, that stuff that takes a lot of time, a lot of planning. It, it's okay. usually like two or three months back and forth with the administrator really? yeah, okay. for like a big company. I was gonna say, so you do like a whole company yeah, for like exactly. their, um, their website yeah yeah card, yeah yep. whatever yep whatever they want to use them for. all right nice yeah i love that i love that dude and you enjoy doing that oh absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. interaction with people and, and it's it's amazing like when when i made the transition i was like i'm leaving the profession all these skills that i built as an athletic trainer i'm i'm essentially throwing away yeah but i find every day on a day-to-day -day basis that the the skills that we have especially patient interaction just makes it so much easier to take photographs about like not only just being able to coach somebody through body position where to go yeah. um, just knowing the anatomy huh. yeah that interaction with like think about that that freshman athlete that sprained their acl and might miss the season they're freaking out just being able to you know 
talk with them, calm them down, be empathetic. Yeah. Be apathetic. Yep. yep. And and get them um get to know them more on like a personal level without being I don't want to say a friend. No, I'm, yeah. But be able to, to get 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 personal very quickly. Yes. Right? Like make a connection very quickly. The connection, exactly. Yeah. And um and then just go from there and I mean, once once you build that connection, they, your your athlete, your patient, can buy into your, buy into the services, yeah. are invested, yep. and actually yep. do the exercises you recommend. Um, right. And uh, surprisingly, I don't know why I'm surprised, but yeah, um, that transition beautifully to photography. Yeah. Well, and if they, you know, trip and fall and sprain their ankle, you can tape them up too. You know, I, I bring the EMTs for that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> probably probably better for liability yeah insurance. i don't have i don't have an sop for <laughs> yeah cars, yeah that's not a good idea <laughs> scratch that scratch that we'll edit that part out later <laughs> no we won't no no we, we love live we love bloopers it's great but no yeah um what else did we want to talk about we wanted to really try to recruit some people to to take over the podcast um kind of saying our fare- farewells yeah. but again we are still gonna be involved um you, you may you may see us make a face on, yeah uh, yeah yep um but yeah really cool what's up if um to make it more episodic so where there's like a theme over two three episodes yeah um maybe Ooh. have like so we, we do the video portion of it for those of you who only listen online um maybe you know like go visit a facility and talk about and when you're talking about BFR, actually show a, a session of BFR. Yeah. Actually be able to go see the cutting edge facilities yeah. that um, some of these researchers are working in and really understand the nuts and bolts of our profession a little yeah. bit better. I mean, let's let's face it. We've, I, I mean, I don't know what Dickinson was like, but I've been stuck at some really small schools in the middle of nowhere that yeah. they, you, know, you don't have all the resources larger yeah. institutions have. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, being able to learning that. those yeah. tips and tricks about how to really spread your budget out and get the most yeah. out of what you have for sure. Yeah, no, I love that. And I think, I think if we, you know, it, this has been our show, right? Like it's been our kind of uh, rodeo, I guess we'll call it. And nobody else, um, I mean, we have other help. I shouldn't say we, nobody else has helped us, but I think having more of a we team. Had food. We had yeah. Well, I was just trying food. to like, like we're, we're stepping aside because of, of the workload. Right. And I don't want to make it sound like there's just so much, but I think we can uh, delegate that or, or kind of spread that out amongst a team of us. Right. If we can bring a couple more people on. And I think it, like, there's just so many possibilities that the show can go with. Right. Yep. I, I really do. You can, you can take it any direction you want. And I think Phil and I are here to help you. Um, so you have more than what we had when we started. So let's, let's keep this thing going. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what the next chapter of this, uh, yeah. this um, show is going to be so over the next few months you're going to see a lot of the content that we recorded here um got a if, lot of content here this a lot awesome of good people weekend. and like i said we said at the beginning everybody's here so it's a great time to, to come and network and phil did that yep. and he recorded it yeah a lot of it i think i think three or four hours of content yesterday. oh wow nice and today we i've got seven or eight i was gonna um, say you got a whole list of people yeah yeah that's great yeah so you'll see a lot of that yeah, so if you're interested, um, we there's an application on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yeah. I click the link. Uh, we're asking to upload a quick, quick video, just introducing yeah. yourself, giving us, um, give us an idea of where you want to take the show, what you want to do, um, you know, any experience that you've had, and uh, get it off to the um, uh, Pat's email. 
or the technology committee tech, email? Yep, tech committee email. Um, Jesse is, is collecting those and we'll we'll review them, I guess. Mm-hmm. We'll get you guys on a call and yeah. check the interest level. If, if, if you're on board, let's do it. Let's have yeah. yeah, yep. I'm, I'm very excited and hope to see this grow and get to the next level for sure. So, what does being an athletic trainer? It's a, we 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 got we, we got gotta do our questions at each other. Did we because... did we ever do a lightning round with each other before? Did we on one of those other episodes or no? I don't remember. I don't, remember. I don't either. So this is completely unscripted. <laughs> just <laughs> just putting it out right? there. I didn't know he was going to ask me any of these questions. So, um, where do you um, where do you see the profession going over the next five years? Oh man, Phil. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm hurting you right now. That that I've been having this conversation. Um, I don't know. I, and it scares me. There's a lot of jobs that are open right now. Um, and like I said, I just left Dickinson. And uh, yeah, we typically have a lot more applicants than we did. Um, I don't, I wasn't part of the process. So I don't know numbers or anything like that. But I just have been talking to so many people that have job openings. And it's just a struggle to find candidates out there. So I just, I don't know where they're going. Um, I think they're going more towards the non-traditional settings, okay. which I think is great. Um, and, and that's something we've pushed for so long, right? Is, is to, yep. to, that we can do other things and that's great. Have, have more options for like those of us like us that, um, you know, want, want to be home with our families. I mean, let's yeah. face it, training is... It's, it's hard. With the schedule sometimes. It's really hard. And, and I mean, that's and why I'm getting can it. do it, oh my God, I yeah. am so impressed. Yep. I, I respect Well, I can do it so and much. and there's people that can do it and still have a family life and still have yep. work-life balance. And like, that's tough. Yeah. Um, and so kudos to you all. Um, and and yeah, I I don't know. What what are your thoughts? Where, where do you think it's going? So I, I think we're at a crossroads. I, I think with the... The, the transition to a master's uh, master's entry level positions or um, just education yeah, yep. and um, just that push into the non traditional settings. Yeah, I, I we're we're at a transition. I'm I'm really excited to see where the profession goes. Yeah, um, I'd like to see it um, grow and we get a little bit more. Um, I would say influence over our coaches, over the people we work with. It's a good um, way to put it. I've seen that the the over my tenure, the when I originally started, we had a lot of like the older coaches that you know maybe not have had an athletic trainer when they were playing ball yeah, in sure. college or high school. Now we have coaches that you know they were my athletes at the early yeah, part of my yeah, career. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now they're back. Coaching. Oh yeah, that level of respect is way and, higher for sure. And they're automatically like, no, go see the athletic yes. trainer. Oh yeah. Oh, don't don't tell me. Go see them, and whatever they say goes. Yep. So I mean, we're we're yep. getting it. It's happening, and I'm I'm excited to see that continue to evolve. Yeah. No, I think I think the the profession is well respected and and needed at this point. It's just now that we have earned that respect, they they almost want us more. Right. Right. Now now nothing can happen without an athletic trainer. That's amazing. That's what we wanted. That's what we and we got it. But now we don't have enough athletic trainers yeah. to fill those spots. Um, and, and I don't know if it's the, if that we don't have enough. It's that we aren't taking those low paying jobs anymore, which I think again, we need it's amazing. Yeah. Now we just have to get the jobs, the college, the high schools, those jobs that people seem to be going away from to actually pay us what we need to to get us to come back. 
or provide a working environment that is reflective of pay. Correct. That, Correct. Because I mean, there's always going to be there's always going to be the need for that twenty four seven on call, that high level intensity, twenty four seven all the time. And there are people that can live like that, and yeah, that and excel in that. And I have a lot of respect. Um, but I, I think some of the uh, some of the hiring agencies, some of the companies need to yeah um, compensate for for service like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 compensation's big. Don't get me wrong. Like that is a big part of of the conversation. Um, but I think it's also the ability to have time off and have that work life balance, right? Like I, I, getting into the profession, we all know it's nights and weekends. That's our job. But I think there are um, constraints or um, boundaries that need to be put into place mm-hmm. in, in certain situations. So that way, the scheduling, you know, I'm just talking like collegiate and in high school um, to, to help with the athletic training, right? Like there doesn't need to be a midnight practice. Just my opinion, throwing yeah. it out there. Doesn't need um, a six a.m. practice after a road trip coming yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So there's just some common sense things that that I think need to go into place at a lot of institutions to kind of help facilitate that work life balance. Um, but then just more staffing, right? Like I think, you know, if if you're if you just have enough people to get by, what happens whenever you need to take a day off, right? <laughs> right? And I feel like that's most of our staffs, right? It's like. You don't want to take a day off because one, you're letting down your athletes. Two, you're putting more work and burden on the rest of your staff. But are you letting down your athletes? I think we think that. By, yeah. By taking that mental break, by taking that just stepping away for a little bit and then refreshing our energy, I, I feel we we by staying, we're doing a disservice to our athletes. We we need to we need to be able to take a weekend off, take our kids to the ball game. I agree. Or take two weeks off and go to go to Disney. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Phil just started like daydreaming about two weeks of uh, of <laughs> Disney World. All right, day one. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I completely agree with you, Phil. It is important, and and I don't think I think that's the biggest thing that people don't see or don't understand is that when we get burnt out, it's not just that we're burnt out. We make bad decisions when yep. we're burnt out, and bad decisions that healthcare makers make are lawsuits. Yep. Yeah. So was, employers, um, if you're listening, think <laughs> about that. Do you want a lawsuit or do you want to give somebody a couple of days off? I was I was in a very fortunate situation uh, right about 10, 14 years ago uh, where I helped develop a um, full-time floater position for the company I worked for. Um, yes, they are the sponsor of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> loved, I absolutely loved. Um, the, the biggest thing for me with that was I took so much pride in the fact that I was able to to allow my coworkers to go to that game, their kids' yeah. game, to take that week off, to um, you know, to do the bereavement, say goodbye to a family member, yeah, to go get married, wedding, not in the summer, yeah, like, right, or try to try or be to in a schedule, wedding, yeah, schedule like, a wedding around your team's playoff schedule. Oh like, man, my best friend from high school got married in August during preseason, and I was just like, dude, like you know, what are you doing? But I, I was able to take off, which was great. And we did, we had, you know, we had, we were able to hire somebody. Yep. So like, we had, I, I had a good working relationship with or, our. Or just, people. you know, being able to just call off because you feel like crap. Uh, dude, I think that's the biggest thing. Like a literal mental health day yeah. is needed and necessary. Um, especially when you are working six, seven days a week. Yeah. Like you need a day off. Even if it's just one. Um, and I don't think people don't quite understand that. And I think, okay. So, I mean, we're ranting about this. So let's, uh, I think the other big thing, Phil, is 
like because coaches do it too, right? But they don't they don't complain. In my opinion, it's because they're setting the schedule. Right. It's whenever you don't have a choice, you don't have like you're not setting the schedule, mm-hmm. right? Like it's not the long hours, it's not the weekends, it's the fact that you have to be there without any other choice, right? Yeah. It's like school lets out at two, you do your after school stuff, you have one practice, and then you have a team that always practices at nine o'clock at night. For so no reason. You, yeah. And you have <laughs> you have that five hour gap where you're just kinda like, Hey, yeah, yeah. Here, I got all my con ed done. I got all my yep. My, my soap notes are up to date. We're yeah. good. Yep. yep, yep. And you're just sitting there. Yeah, yeah. It's just those things that are frustrating. And again, there's always going to be. It doesn't matter what job you have. There's always going to be things that are going to have pros and cons and negatives. But um, yeah, those are just, I guess, some of the things that frustrate you. I guess yeah, then, now we're now then, we're going down the, then, the red. Do we want to go the, here? But then on the frustrating part, the, the flip side is just the the experiences that we can be afforded as yeah. athletes. I mean, I went to China yeah. for eight days to work with international athletes. That's I mean, amazing. I've, I've traveled all over the country working with USA Taekwondo, uh, Red Bull BMX. Like, yeah, dude. Like You've had some, some really like, cool experiences. Yeah, stuff where it's like, I have to train to be able to go do my job because yep. we're in just extreme environments. And like, I look at my resume and I'm like, dude, I'm going to 40 yet i've had so much fun you've had a lot of cool experiences <laughs> though you really have it, it yeah was, it's all because you know matt tinky let me shadow him at Ascension academy yeah. like that's that's how i got into it yeah just my high school athletic training. that's awesome so i mean it's um yeah it's a fun profession. yeah as you say let's let's not go down the the, the complaining <laughs> rabbit hole that's not what this this so or this uh show i don't, I don't think about. anyone's ever heard but, we've never done it like a candid episode uh, we we've done it. We've tried. But yeah, it, but it, it was more like it was formatted. Yeah. We had some ideas of yeah, what we wanted to talk about. We've never just hit record. No, and just seen where, uh, where it goes for where we're up now, like twenty minutes, yeah. half an hour. Yeah, but yeah, you you get me started on something, I, I'll just start ranting, and then there might be some inappropriate language on there. So we better we, we can cut that, right? <laughs> we, we, we can we can cut that. We've got the we've got the beep. Uh, you line. actually have a. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> What's the delay? I, I, have, I have no idea. I forget what button I put it on. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Just smash them all. Yeah, I, I, if I, I start I, ranting and cursing, uh, that's why. <laughs> see what the, I think that one's the cheer track. Uh, that's great. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, what else did we want to hit on, on on this on this episode? Anything? Just, you know, um, and then we want to talk a little bit more about convention. Convention. Yep. This, okay. was, this was fun to come back to. Yeah. Um, having not been at an in-person yeah. um, um, con ed, like I've, I've done Medford for the last three years. Okay. And, uh, like it's easy. And yeah. I get my con ed. I, right. I learn stuff, but it, you're not as invested. I no, think. yeah. There's just not that networking piece nope. to it, the social oh, aspect. Too. Like last night at the um, young professionals um, banquet or get together. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever you want social to call we'll call it. Yeah. It was, it was really good to, um, you know, talk to the, we had some students there talk to uh, some of the like the uh, the professionals that are graduating from the DHU programs, like yeah. Moravians yeah. and uh, the other ones throughout the state. Mm-hmm. I think the Westchester. I'm not sure on all those, um, but all of I mean, just seeing their view on the profession coming from a different. Yeah. I, mean, I, I I got a BS now. Right? Yeah, I was gonna say that the, the DAT is is yeah. that new and upcoming or new and upcoming. Yeah, is that what I'm looking for? Um, it's new and upcoming thing, right? That I get it. Um, I do think they have a different perspective, though. Like, they, they and, really, and and it's it like is, a an educated perspective, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
Um, and I think it is valuable because uh, they're, you know, really trying to push our profession in the right direction. You know, we're evident, like more evidence-based, not that like we, we weren't ever, but like more evidence-based, more objective outcome measures, yep. right? To really push, hey, we can get results, but now we have the numbers to prove it. Let's get paid. Let's get all the things we were ranting about, right? Like, I think those um, those programs are helping us get there. And I think that's something I feel like trainers excel at. Yeah. You know, we, we, yes, yes, we have those subjective measures. Yes, I've, I've, I don't want to say trick my athlete, but, you know, yeah. mental power is mental power. Yeah, yeah. Um, and some of that, you know, it's some people call it voodoo, but get the research, prove it, and now we know what we're doing is actual, yeah. actual well, yeah. and, and I mean, just look at concussion. I mean, what we, how we used to treat them to how we treat them now. Wow, yeah. And I mean, that's changed like three significant times in my career. So many times. It's unreal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can remember in undergrad, if you didn't lose consciousness, like, yeah, was fine. it really even yeah. an issue? <laughs> like, you're and now fine. you know if you lose consciousness, generally your return to play is slightly yeah. shorter. Now you should probably go to the hospital if you lose consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go get that checked out. <laughs> But yeah, no, yeah, the, the, the profession is always um, changing and emerging and, and you have to stay on top of it. And that's, I think PATS is a great place to do that. Um, I think, I think they put a pretty good program together. Pat myself on the back since that, that's part, partially my responsibility, but no, hopefully people yeah, do enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, this is, I wouldn't even call this a duty. This is just me and you hanging out talking. So you, you did all the brunt of the work on, on the, on this end for, this for the tech fun. committee. Um, but yeah, no, involved in the programming part of Pats as well. And uh, that's, that's also challenging, but uh, rewarding at the same time. So yeah, I hope hopefully people enjoy the programming this week. I, we, we do, a, we, we try our best to put a, an eclectic group of people together that is not only going to help push the profession forward, but also give you something you can use on Monday, right? We want it, we want it to be practical. Absolutely. All right. So. We we torture all of our guests with this question. Last yeah. question of the day. Yep. What is being an athlete training to you? Man, again, this was not scripted at all. I, so I'm just gonna kinda wing this, but um being an athletic trainer, um being an athletic trainer to me means being able to help student athletes through any situation. Right? Like regardless if it's mental health, if it's nutrition, if it's they're just struggling with their boyfriend or girlfriend, or they have an actual injury that needs to be evaluated and treated. Um, I think just being there and being a resource for young athletes so in, in my setting, right? I think depending on what setting you, you're in, it might be a little bit different, but I just feel like when you send a kid to college, you're sending them there, you know, on their own. And I've always taken it upon myself, especially once I had a son, that I would treat all of my athletes like they were my own son or daughter, right? Like my first thing that goes through my mind is if this was my, if this was my son or daughter and they had this injury, how would I treat them immediately? And that, I hope that that was um, portrayed to the athletes and to the parents. And I think it has been, um, but yeah, those are the biggest things for me as being an athlete trainer is just like knowing that you are a resource to somebody that may not have other resources. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. How about you, Phil? What does being an athletic trainer mean to you? It's advocacy. Advocacy. It's always advocacy. Okay. Um, we, we, we know our patients on a more personal level than most allied healthcare professionals do. Yeah. So we, we are in the perfect position to better understand our athletes or our patients' needs yep. and treating 
treating a patient, you're not treating an injury. Right. It's it's I I I can't say I've ever seen a single injury that is single layer. Yeah. There's always underlying labels. You you've got famous situation. You've got um, the social situations, financial. I all all this stuff we take into account and. We have the ability, we have the, the knowledge, the skill set, the connections, the networking to be able to offer our patients the services that they need, even if, you know, it's a struggle for them to do it on their own. Yep. We, we find a way. Find a way. We absolutely find a way. Always. We're, we're that jack of all trades, that, that yep. big toolbox. Yep. Um, yeah. I hate those analogies, but I know, they, yeah. they fit. They do fit. They do fit. And I think, you know, it's, it's a if it's one of those things that I think we're really good at. If we don't know something, we'll go find out yep. or we'll refer you to the right person. Exactly. Like, but like you said, we know enough about enough to know what we don't know yep. to make sure that we refer if we need to. Exactly. Otherwise, yeah, we have the skill set, which is great. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So do you think you can do it without your script? That's what I was just thinking. Uh, yeah. So Phil, right. thanks for coming on the show today. <laughs> Adam, wonderful <laughs> to be here. Um, for the final time. Yeah. Until Let's, next. Or no, wait. Let me see and think about it. So we got We got to thank UPMC. Okay. Thank you, UPMC, for sponsoring this episode. Until next time, I'm Adam Richmond. And I'm Philip Hensler. And this was the Pats Podcast. I think we got it. I like it. <laughs> nice. <laughs>